0: Hi, lovely lady. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I am your host, Stephanie Clarice, and this is a short, encouraging podcast for moms who want to love God, love His Holy Word, and love their family. How does that sound? Are you ready to start your 500 Seconds to Joy? Then let's dive into today's episode. friends welcome to 500 seconds to joy I'm your host Stephanie and today I have Claire McGarry and I have a special meditation for you we're going to be just doing really this guided um, scriptural meditation um, and we're going to be focusing on the story of Martha and Mary and the reason why is because my guest today Claire McGarry is the author of grace intention discover peace with Martha and Mary and she's an author and speaker a regular contributor to catholicmom.com her writing has appeared in several magazines and devotionals she has a lenten devotional called with our savior she's the founder of mosaic of faith a ministry of several different programs for mothers and children and she blogs at shiftingmyperspective.com And she lives in New Hampshire with her husband and three children. And she's a Catholic wife wife and mom with a passion for encouraging and equipping younger moms. And I just love that she's coming alongside us today in this conversation to talk about Martha and Mary. Oftentimes we think of Martha as the one who did something wrong, but we have to remember she's a saint too. So she, this whole idea of like cleaning like Martha and praying like Mary, she Just didn't choose that better part in that moment. And I truly believe that we are called to be both Martha and Mary. So, how can we be more of both? How can we be obedient to what God is calling us to right here, right now? Oftentimes, we have to be the Martha in the moment because people need to be cooked for, things need to be wiped. house needs to be cleaned but then also the lord is inviting us to be like mary and sit at his feet so that's why i'm doing a meditation before we hear from claire because this meditation is an opportunity to sit at at his feet and it's mainly just going to be pretty music for you to meditate and be with jesus just allow yourself this time with him i know it's hard to get away i totally get it i'm there with you i have three young kids And I get it. I really struggle to have that set time away. But whatever you give the Lord, He multiplies, and His grace and mercy is also abundant. Claire and I are going to talk about that. So I cannot wait for you to hear from Claire McGarry. All the links are in the show notes to connect with her and get her book. And I truly believe that she has something to share with you today. So without further ado, Let's listen to this meditation and then hear from Claire McGarry. Enter into this time of prayer and scripture meditation. Allow Jesus to speak to your heart to be with you in this time. As I read Luke 10, 38 to 42. Now as they went on their way, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things. One thing is needful. Mary has chosen the good portion, which shall not be taken away from her. Luke 10, 38-42 Now as they went on their way, he entered a village, and a woman named Martha received him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving, and she went to him and said, "'Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me.' But the Lord answered her, "'Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things.' One thing is needful. Mary has chosen the good portion, which shall not be taken away from her. comes to a close Jesus we ask you to be with us to inspire us come Holy Spirit transform our hearts and minds help us to become more like you in Jesus name we pray amen hey Claire welcome to the podcast
1: oh thank you Stephanie thank you for inviting me on I'm thrilled about this really excited
0: I'm excited too. Claire McGarry wrote a book about Martha and Mary, and it's called Grace Intention. Let's talk a little bit about this. Um, Why don't you get started letting us know about your book and what we can expect, um, and just a little bit of the background behind it. Oh, sure. The background
1: behind it is I had a, a terrible mothering week, not just a day, but a whole week. And when Saturday came, my husband said, take some time go get some space i've got the kids i've got the house and i ended up at a retreat center outdoors in their outdoor chapel and cried and journaled and prayed and repeated the cycle over and over again for about 3 hours and laid it all at god's feet and when i was going back to my car i realized that The role that I had run away from, trying to run away from being a mom, I actually was excited to run back toward. I was excited to get home and be a mom again. And that's when I realized every mother needs that space and time to be with God, lay it all at his feet, and let him rejuvenate and restore us. But oftentimes we're too deep in the muck of it that we can't create that space for ourselves. So that's where I felt created to start retreats for moms. And one of the ones I ran was on Martha and Mary because what mother doesn't resonate with what Martha feels when Jesus comes to dinner and her sister, yes. chooses feet. Jesus's feet. <laughs> and she's left to do all the work herself. And as a fellow Martha, I connect with her because I'm someone who takes on more and more at, like Martha does. And she ends up frustrated and coming to Jesus telling him to tell her sister to get up and help and it's in that process that Jesus I believe leads her to her own better part Um, and so it was through presenting that retreat and helping moms bring it all to Jesus's feet and get help from him that I kept getting And so in his perfect way and in his perfect timing, God opened the doors for me and I was able to get a contract with our Sunday visitor. And the book has changed a lot since that retreat, um, where I initially felt called to fish for moms to bring to God. While writing the book, I felt him call me to expand that net so that anybody who experiences stress and tension, which... I firmly believe as every person on the planet that there's something in the book that will resonate with them. So I still believe it will absolutely connect or resonate with moms, but my hope is it, you know, resonates with the husbands and the grandparents and the single people and the people without children, because we all face stress and tension. No one gets a free pass.
0: Hmm. Yes. And just starting to read your book and this idea of having grace, you know, amidst the tension of life, the stresses of life, it's just such a beautiful image to ponder God's grace. And I didn't really plan to ask this, but grace in your life, actually, my oldest daughter is named Grace. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, just this idea of God's grace, uh, how has that transformed you? And And does it relate to the story of Martha and Mary?
1: I believe it does. And it absolutely has transformed me. Um, In a way, I equate grace and mercy as very similar. Mm -hmm. And like Jesus says, he is a fountain of unlimited mercy. I believe he's also a fountain of unlimited grace. And so it's only through turning to him do we receive it because he's He's like that perfect house guest. He only comes when he's invited and he only stays for as long as we welcome him. And Mm -hmm. so it takes inviting him and spending time with him and asking. And, you know, oftentimes he gives us far more than we ever asked for, but we have to ask. And I feel like just like mercy washes us clean, I feel like grace fills us back up. It's what gives us. Fuel for the journey. It's what equips us. It's what inspires us. And I think it was what filled me up that day. And I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. But that day when
0: mm-hmm.
1: I was so depleted, um, I turned to him, and he felt was able to do even more than just tend to my kids. I was then able to tend to other mothers who were, were hitting. Nasty.
0: Hmm. yeah that I mean that idea of God's mercy and grace and and how it just overflows I just love this image of like you know a cup that's overflowing but it's like he makes the cup bigger you know like he increases the size of the cup so he's willing to pour more and more in um yeah I just think anybody could meditate on how how grace is working in their life. and you know specifically related to your book and the story of Martha and Mary, um, let's talk about this story specifically and how each of us moms have this inner Martha and Mary, (laughs) right? And we're called to choose the better part. But obviously we can't just put aside our daily tasks, right? Mm -hmm. We can't just say, oh, we're just going to go sit at the feet of Jesus and pray all day. You know, when obviously meals need to be made and cleaned up and babies need to be nursed and diapers changed, right? So how can we use this story and allow God to reveal you know, this inner Martha and Mary, and, you know, he's calling us to choose the better part. What does that really mean, though?
1: Well, I like to call it a heart check. Mm. Um, I think we're really called, and and I'm not the person who coined this phrase, but I think we're called to serve like Martha and love like Mary. And I Mm. think we're supposed to do them in unison, not one, not the other but both together at the same time. And the heart check is that checking in to say, am I serving with my whole heart? Am I doing my Martha tasks with a merry spirit? And when we're not, it's as if our head and our heart are no longer aligned. And so I, I picture this like stick figure. I actually do this I do a presentation on the book and I, my spectacular graphic for the PowerPoint <laughs> is this figure tipping over because when our head and our heart aren't aligned, we're misaligned as well. And that's the tipping point when we're off balance and we start to stumble and it all starts to feel like too much. It's so much easier to carry things when we have a good posture But we can't if our head and our heart are misaligned. We're no longer straight up and down. And so I think that's when we need to seek God and say, why isn't my heart in this? And sometimes it's because we've just gone astray. And so through his grace, he helps us realign our heart again so that whatever we're doing, we're doing with right intention. And then that's when our actions become our better part. And that's when we bless other people because we're turning what we do, the changing the baby, the nursing the baby, cooking the meal, cleaning up. If we're doing it with right intention, with our whole heart, we bless everybody and we in turn are blessed. But when our head and our heart aren't aligned and we go to him for help, there are times when he will reveal to us the reason why you can't align your heart with this is because I'm not calling you to do it. It's not for you. And so I do talk in my book about, you know, there are times we need to use the sacred. No, we are not meant to do everything. And sometimes when we say yes to a task that someone asks us to do, we're actually stealing someone else's task, their God-ordained task that they will shine and be beautiful doing. And so, you know, I think as good disciples, we feel like we're supposed to say yes to everything and we feel guilty when we don't. But I think God is the one who decides what we're called to do. And so it's by going to him that it reveals the difference between the two. And he gives us the grace to gracefully say, no, I'm not able to do this. I'm sorry. And it's surprising when we do, there'll be someone else who does pick it up and do it and shine.
0: You're so right. I Two things I want to say about that is that, you know, you're saying, you know, talking with God and inviting him in and coming to him. I definitely want to go into that more. But first I want to say the holy no or the, you know, the gracious no. I was actually asked to um, you know, help with this wonderful mom's ministry, but I knew it was too much for me. And it was hard for me to say no. I'm kind of a people pleaser and I'm trying to work on that. And by God's grace, I did say no. Some of it was because my husband was like, there's no way, Stephanie, you can't do that. It's too much. So but he gives sometimes... us our husbands
1: too, right? Yeah. His, his, our husbands are his gift to us and they, 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 they speak to us. He speaks through them sometimes, right?
0: Yes, they totally. And I felt that in that moment. I was like, oh, I think God's trying to tell me through my husband that I can't take this on. And, and what's cool is the, the friend who asked me to do this ministry, she said she found someone else who could do it. And they were happy to do it. And it was like a wonderful fit. So how cool is that when when you get to actually experience that? Um, And so talking about spending time with God, how do busy moms do this? Because we have to invite him in, invite his grace, you know, to experience his grace, we have to be with him. So how could you suggest young moms spend time with him, right, in this busy season of life?
1: yeah, that's a tough one. Um, so there are different ways to do it. Obviously, the ideal way, and the way we see Mary in the passage from Luke ten model it is to be at his feet listening to everything he says. Um for me and in our household, what we would do is my husband would take care of the kids on Saturday morning. And that was like my merry moment, my merry time, where I could sit quietly with God. And then on Sundays, I would take care of the kids while he went off and did his thing. Now our kids are older, so that I find more merry moments. Um, But back when my kids were real little, that's how we did it. But that's, um, I feel very blessed that we were in that position. But throughout the day, I do believe there are merry moments, or what I like to call Sabbath moments, where we can exhale our stress and tension and inhale God. And it can be, I think every mother out there has known the trick about going into the bathroom, closing and locking the door. Sometimes all it takes is that three (laughs) to four minutes, even if your kids were pounding on the other side of the door there is a lot of value from just having three or four minutes to yourself, exhaling and breathing him in. And they say the simplest prayer is just the name of Jesus. And how long does that take? A fraction of a second. And so it can be at the sink, washing the dishes, putting, I, I do think in today's day and age, we moms think we're never supposed to let our kids use screens, you know, watch TV, play video games. But I do think there are times it's okay to put in a video that has a good message or whatever so that we can slip away. Even that might give us 10 minutes to exhale and be at his feet and truly listen. Um, But it can still happen in the small moments while we're folding laundry. I think we moms can get pretty good with drowning out the noise in the background. And the more you practice it, the better you get. So even though if there is chaos going on in the playroom and, you know, noise that you know you may have to respond to in a couple of minutes, um, just taking any spare second away to rejuvenate and recenter, I think. Uh, has so much more value than we give it credit for. God can work with anything. He can multiply a minute and create fishes and loaves out of it where we can fill an abundance of baskets full of energy just from the one minute that we give him. So, you know, there is, there's this crazy math that happens with God. And he's like a math, a magician with math and he can multiply time and he can multiply us and he can multiply the grace that he can give us in those short segments of time throughout the day.
0: So wise, Claire. And I agree. I, I you know, on the podcast talk about you, you might have five minutes, you might have 50 minutes, but give God what you can. And you're right. He's outside of time and space so he can multiply it. And Um, yeah, just being intentional. I feel like everything you're saying, it goes back to that word intentional because, and which is such a buzzword these days, but it, it's a buzzword and, you know, cliches are cliches because they're true. (laughs) Like, you know, love is the most important thing because, you know, that's true. It sounds so cliche, but these things are true. And so it's a buzzword for a reason. Being intentional, you know, it is, it is something that you know, can help us grow in holiness and in our relationship with God. I agree. And we can find those, you know, like you say, merry moments while we're also doing Martha things like doing the dishes and things that are necessary to run a household, but also the merry moment of, you know, turning to Jesus, saying his name. I love, I love that advice. Uh, How could you encourage moms now thinking about this idea of tension and struggle um, we all feel tension. We all struggle with something or another, you know, we're in this fallen world and, and that's just what it's like here on earth. Um, and so we will experience tension and like your book, grace in Tension. How do we tap into that grace when we're feeling tension, when we're struggling? And can you share, um, this idea of looking at things as gifts. And what does that word mean? I love, I love how you talk about this and how you journal about it. And as a fellow journaler, I'm like, I love this. I want to do this. (laughs) So share with us about this, Claire.
1: I'm glad you're excited about it. I'm glad it resonates with you. So what I believe is God doesn't give us our stress and tension. We are pretty good at creating that ourselves with how we treat each other, how we treat our planet, and oftentimes, far too often, how we treat ourselves. But I do believe he shows up in the midst of it and he tucks a gift inside of it. And so I believe that unless our stress and tension is going to put us in mortal or spiritual danger, right? Because there's a reason why we're given the fight or flight response. It's because there are certain times we are supposed to move away from whatever is causing us stress and tension. But I think the majority of the time, it's his call to change. And it's his invitation to say, I have something wonderful waiting for you on the other side of this scenario, but you need to come with me through it. And so what happened during my experiences of always bringing my stress and tension to God is I started to recognize there was a process that he led me through that transformed my stress and tension into grace. And it's actually an acronym that spells the word gift. So the first letter of that word is G. I use it for the word gauge. So God, when we go to him with our stress and tension, he asks us to gauge, identify or name what the tension is. Because I think often we label the the symptom versus the root cause. And if you don't get to the root of the problem, you can't solve the problem. So it's through his help, that he helps us actually name what the tension is. Then we move on to the letter I in the word gift, which is invite. And I believe God asks us to invite that tension in and look it squarely in the eye. And oftentimes when we face our tension, we loosen our hold on the emotions that surround it. And then those emotions loosen their hold on us. And it's the emotions that cloud our ability to see what's really going on. It's our emotions that create this haze that we can't see through in order to make any progress. So once those emotions are all gone, that's when we can use the F from the word gift, which is filter. We can look at things through the filter of God's loving eyes. I believe he's always working for our good in and through our tension. And so when we can look at the situation the way he does, we can see the good that resides in that stress and tension. And that's when we can move on to that T from the word gift which is transform. And it's usually the good that's inside there is that call to change. There's something that God is inspiring us to do. It most times it's small. And it can be just a little shift in how we're going about our days, or it can be a shift in, inside of us and how we're responding to a certain situation. And he partners with us to make that change. And it's miraculous how once we make that change, that stress and tension just melts right away. So it's gauge, invite, filter, and transform.
0: I love it. I was about to ask, can you repeat that again? I love it. Gauge, (laughs) invite, filter, and transform. And do you just get out a journal and, um, and write that down and then go through whatever you're struggling with, um, in your prayer time using that acronym?
1: I do. I do. My journal is filled. I actually did it this morning. There was something I was struggling with and I was writing out the gift process this morning in my journal time. And he'll, he never fails me. The gift process never fails because God never fails us. When we go Mm. to him with open ears and an open heart saying, I really want to work through this. He will always, always, always lead us through, um, you know, obviously some changes are easier to make than others. Um, I don't think he ever calls us to do something that's beyond our realm, and he never leaves us to do it on our own. But what I also do in the book is for each chapter, I end the chapter with a prayer that brings the reader to the feet of Jesus, and then the questions for reflection are in the gift format. So, you know, if we're talking about lacking limits and God's inspiring us to draw healthy boundaries. I'll talk about a scenario from my own life where, you know, I recognized that, that I wasn't, I was lacking limits. And then I relate it to the story of Martha and Mary and how Martha herself illustrates that, you know, she is in that dinner party, not drawing healthy limits and boundaries for herself. And then I give helpful tips and, uh, strategies on how to solve that source of tension, have a prayer that brings the reader to the feet of Jesus. And then through the gift process, you know, if the reader is struggling with drawing healthy boundaries, the gift process leads them through their own scenario so that they can get to the other side of, of their own stress and tension to experience their own grace.
0: That's awesome. Claire, there's so much in your book. Can you um, let us know where to get it? Grace Intention. So beautiful. I love well, I love the title. Thank you. My baby agrees. Oh, <laughs>
1: it's such a sweet sound. I miss that sound. <laughs> um, you can get it through my publisher, which is our Sunday visitor you can find it on Amazon. But if you would like a signed copy, you can go to my website, which is called shiftingmyperspective.com. Shiftingmyperspective.com.
0: Wonderful. Claire, thank you so much for being here. Any last little words of just encouragement for the moms? And then can you close us in a prayer, please?
1: Sure, sure. So My encouragement would be, even if you don't get the book, to try the gift process. And there's also something to be said about getting better at it the more you do it, because just like anything, the more you practice, the better you get. And so having done it for a while, I can sometimes go through the gift process in five minutes. I can do it while I'm driving in the car from point A to point B. And so the more we do it, the faster we can work through our grace and tension. And who doesn't want to experience the grace on the other side? So my advice would be give it a try. You have nothing to lose.
0: <laughs> Love it. That's wonderful advice. Thank you, Claire. And can you close in a prayer now?
1: Sure. Thank you. So dear God, help us to recognize that you always place a gift within our tension. One that's meant especially for each one of us, unique to our own situation, tailored to exactly suit our individual needs. Remind us that you are always ready and waiting to lead us through the gift process so we discover that gift, open it, and apply it to our lives. Thank you for loving us so much that even in the midst of our tension, you're always working for our good, Remind us to always align our heads with our hearts in all that we do, so we do everything with right intention. Keep us mindful that that's how we live out our own better part. Thank you for Stephanie God and this opportunity to be on our podcast. May the conversation we had today be infused by the Holy Spirit so it reaches the ears and hearts of those moms who really needed to hear it. Inspire us to seek you more so we experience the deep joy you want to bless us with always. We ask this in your son's name, according to your will. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to Mom's
0: podcast. Thanks for listening to Mom's podcast. Thanks for listening today, friend. I am so grateful to have you here as part of the 500 Seconds to Joy community. And if you love what you heard here, please share it with a friend. Let's build up the body of Christ and spread joy and love to more Christian families just like you. Until next time, I am so grateful to have you here and I am praying for you and your family. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now.